Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another week, another episode of the Medicine Ball Podcast. You could have chosen to spend your time anywhere. You rock with me today. Thank you. I never take that lightly. Before we get into it, let my beat drop. Yes, yes, that's right. Welcome to Medicine Ball with your boy LS3 to be exact. And if you ain't in shape, at least your brain should be. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen to the Medicine Ball Podcast where we focus on giving your brain a six pack by exercising your mind. Now exercising your mind means that you actively think about and deal with all situations by first seeking to do anything other than what you are normally programmed and or comfortable in doing. Now if you're someone who struggles and wants to get better at thinking about things beforehand as opposed to reacting in ways that require less effort, well just like anything you want to get better at, it does require training practice and work now i'm well aware that thinking about things beforehand as opposed to responding off instinct does require effort and who doesn't prefer things that are easy well the first step my friends can be very easy and that's to begin to look at all things from an unbiased point of view which in itself will increase your curiosity in life now exercising your mind won't give you all the answers you will however begin to look at things with more peace understanding and patience while simultaneously equipping yourself with more tools and strategies to help you effectively deal with this thing called life now before we go any further i'm no doctor no psychiatrist no psychologist i have however been diagnosed with bipolar disorder level one for 16 years and to be honest i got to a point in my life where i was looking at the person i was becoming versus the person i wanted to be and that among other things required me to look at my mental health responsibly so whether or not you're diagnosed or know someone who's diagnosed or have symptoms or just want to know more about it it doesn't matter maybe you're one of the many people who could just use some tips tricks and different ideas to help you get through day-to-day life pull up a seat kick up your feet this is your family man welcome home no judgment zone that's right this week's episode episode 410 episode 410 holes in our socks let's go let's go let's go welcome ladies and gentlemen to another week of the medicine ball podcast i appreciate y'all for tuning in uh right off the bat like to call y'all to a little bit of action like subscribe share post click email offer recommendations criticize anything you can do to support me uh my tags are or my social media uh followings and names are medicine ball ls and the number three that's right medicine ball ls3 also Due to popular demand, I like for you guys to go out and uh, follow my guy Mamba. And he has his own Instagram page that's up to about 100 followers already, which is just like crazy but unique. And his tag is at that guy Mamba. That's right, at that guy Mamba. Um, in the show notes for this show as well, um, you know, for those of you who have been following long term and been demanding video and asking about the video, I posted my YouTube page. It is Lorenzo Scott the Third. Please just go subscribe to that. I uh, made it that name as I think I might have explained on, if not here last week, one of my pages. I made it that name because it allows me not to box myself in so much to just uh, medicine ball, and um, it allow me to post videos of Mamba, right? Uh, videos of me making beats, videos of me doing multiple things. So YouTube, uh, the first video from my um, guest a couple of weeks ago, Mila, is up on YouTube. Go check that out. And let me just, uh, let me see what else I got going on. Um, So let me just piggyback off of that, right? Because it goes right into our show. Uh, I had to think a lot. Well, I've been thinking a lot more. Um, You guys know I'm spiritual and I 
love how God works in hindsight, right? It's always like, even that was something we heard at church today, but it's like, it's, we always love how he works in hindsight, right? But it's like, I realize a lot of the things that I'm taking on and, um, I guess let's go into the show, uh, why piggybacking off of what's going on with us. A lot of things that I'm taking on, going through the passing of my grandmother, the passing of family members, the passing of close friends, and just like even here recently, this year, now mind you, it's only March, I had the passing of someone I knew in college and outside of college on the business dealings and just, you know, I'm not going to say we just the best of friends, but at least like casual or mutual friends. I'm not going to say casual. I knew him. Right. And um, he passed. Right. Uh, about two weeks ago, my dad's niece, my cousin, uh, she was the victim, unfortunately, of a drive by. She wasn't the, invicted, uh, the intended target. She passed. And then someone who I know and was just, you know, speaking with, reconnecting with and whatnot. Within five days of just like contacting and um, communicating with them, they pass. So you guys have to understand with me and this being medicine ball, like I'm hyper aware of what goes on, discernment. I talked about that and things of that nature. And I'm also a fighter, even when it comes to thinking. Right. And, um, you know, I saw somewhere where it said the battlefield of the mind cannot be won without God. Right. So I always fight back. I always try to look for the lessons. And I see again where I'm starting to get my groove back when it comes to the beat, even with video as I'm doing this one. Um, I'm going to learn because I saw something on uh, one of the I, w- I was looking up content. That's how I could tell I'm kind of like recovering from my grandmother passing, which it's been like five months and I'm just now I know I said I got my I was starting to get my groove back. Now I wasn't just now starting to get my groove back, but I'm researching things. So even now, um. You know, I saw something on YouTube in relation to the video part that was like, man, whatever you do, the most important step, start shooting. Right. So even with this episode, I'll probably chop it up. But I um pause during some of my episodes and whatnot. I'm going to do three different camera views. Right. Instead of beating up on myself about editing. And um, for those of you who have been following me and things of that nature, man, I'm going to get content. I'm going to use everything bonus points. Right. But all of that to say, man, I was really thinking about taking a pause because the more you know, the more you don't know. Uh, God has put people in my life and situations just here recently that has, you know, allowed me to become more educated just in the aspect of marketing via, you know, just period myself as a brand. And now I'm starting to become more aware of, you know, brand colors. You know what I mean? Um, for real logos versus a uh, emblem or trademark sign, YouTube thumbnails and uh, video files and uh, editing software that's not as hard as I thought. And I'm starting to, you know, uh, not uh, avoid the analysis by paralysis. Like I just looked, oh, so you can record with your phone and they have an app where you can take the audio from your phone and split it from the video. So beats, you know what I mean? All of that to say that, um. You know what I mean? And this is going to go into further episodes that I got planned because, again, I'm getting my groove back. So I already got the next ones. A lot of times, and I'm talking to myself right now, man, when you're going through some type of adversity or some type of trouble or some type of thing that's in your way, there's always, and I say this and it's so corny, man, in that stressing, there's a lesson and a blessing. Facts. All right. So let's get into holes in our socks. And y'all like, well, that doesn't have follow me here. So let's just talk about success real quick, right? Success or uh, importance. What does it look like visually? If you see someone, you know what I mean? We're not putting any 
uh, demographics on it, like uh, race, sex, or anything like that, age or anything. Just someone. What do you think that success looks like or status? Someone who has status looks like. And when I thought about it, I was like, if I looked at someone, it would be, you know, have a haircut. And um, this is going to be another weird episode because I am on video and just in case I use it. Uh, I don't have, I know I don't, I'm a little scruffy right now. And I know that's one of the things that in retrospect was an excuse why I didn't want to film. But anyway, I would say they're well cut, clean cut. Um, nice watch. If they're male, I always check the, you know, I always check the watch. That's a sign of, you know, understanding stuff. Um, well dressed, good clothes. I mean, they don't even have to be designer, but you don't want to see a whole bunch of wrinkles or holes in them. For me personally, not in your clothes. Uh, you know, I'm not real big on like, fingernails but i mean if you're a woman i'm checking you out i don't want to see you with all the chipped up nail polish on your toes and you you know what i mean that's what i would think status looks like right um success looks like you know somebody maybe in a business suit or someone with maybe not designer clothes but like professional clothes that you know are quality you know what i mean so that's what i thought about it um and then you know we always got to talk about the shoes right gotta have a crisp and like me like, my brother is a huge shoe fanatic. Yo, you owe me, bro. Uh, shout out to my man, 3D uh, Nick's. Ke- no, it's actually Visual Streetwear on Instagram, at Visual Streetwear. Um, he is a f- huge, like, guy in the shoe industry and into that culture. So he's one of those, you know what I mean? I'm going to keep the creases from going in there. You know what I mean? He'll fight me over some Jordans over anything or quicker than anything else, right? But me, I- I'm just now getting to the age where it's like, I have enough shoes or I understand situations to wear the nice shoes that I do have. I realize that I only wear them so often and I only wear them in certain situations. So I'm able to keep them looking better longer. Right. And even women shoes be the thing. You know, I just seen a um, homegirl, a friend of mine, a female friend of mine who has some dope boots. Right. But let's pause on those shoes. Holes in our socks. Out of everything I just described when it came to status, success, or importance, right? With their shoes on, with them being fully closed, could you tell if they had holes in their socks? How? Unless they were, you know, when I guess women don't count because I've seen the see shoe, see-through shoes. So the qualifier is that you're wearing socks underneath or stockings. I'm sounding old school for some of you women, right? How can we um tell if they have holes in their socks? We can't. We can't. And that leads me to a quick quote. Like, you know, I often talk about my dad and those around me know our relationship is can be turbulent this time, but it's all love. But um, he always used to tell me, son, there was a man with no shoes who complained until he met the man with no feet. And it's like now I kind of grasp that more. I understand that more. Right. And it's just like. You have to look outside of yourself to realize what you truly have, right? So we can go into this on a different episode or later on. We've gone into it previously, just not in the death. But like, it's human nature to like be attracted to and to like controversy and scandal. A part of it is because we're constantly bombarded about it if we're not filtering. We've talked about this previously. If we're not filtering our intake of stuff that's going on us or going on around us, right? But uh, we like that. And we like to hold people uh, to higher standards, especially if we think they're successful or have some type of status. And 
I'm going to go to that in a second. But if we think they're successful or have some type of status, we hold them to a high standard and think they should be flawless and like to, you know, this scandal and controversy. And we're attracted to it because we're bombarded by it. But the key part of it is. It's all scandal and controversy that don't have nothing to do with ourselves and making ourselves better or addressing the, you know, hypocrite, hypocrisy within ourselves and what's not holding people to standards. We ourselves don't hold ourselves to or wanting people to follow rules and abide by things that we ourselves don't want to abide by. Right. And like, you know, management, management and everywhere. I've always been like this. It's kind of like. I personally am not going to ask anyone to do anything that I don't require of myself. So for all you smart Alex out there and whatnot, like, of course, if you're a if you're a plumber and, you know, you went to school for that, I'm not going to be like, hey, come over here. But no, not in that. But it's just like I'm not going to ask somebody, you know, to be punctual and then. I'm late every time. Right. Because it's not about perfection. We talked about that as well previously, but it's just like. You know, of course, you're going to be human maybe one or two times, but you like you don't demand somebody be punctual and then you're late. Or let me flip that whole thing with the time. I've been watching battle rap lately here, but um, it's just like you don't want to tell someone like how to schedule or go about their time if you yourself aren't able to go about it. So, for instance, if you're as a manager, right, not going to use any names. If I see somebody who's like coming back from lunch every day you know late 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 over a period of time or doesn't you know clock their breaks or whatnot responsibly and then I have to meet with them and talk about their time right no matter what they tell me I'm not gonna just assume that they're gonna be able to correct their time on their own or now all of a sudden they got this understanding of it and you don't tell I'm not telling them that but it's just like in order to help them when it's just like hey what are you gonna do well I'll be better starting tomorrow Okay, and I'm going to find out who said this, but this quote, but it's like acknowledge, but verify. Right. So we hold people to standards we don't follow. I'm not going to ask you to do something that I'm not um capable of doing myself or that I'm not going to hold myself to my, um as well. All right. So um standards we don't follow. This all goes into selfishness, being unreasonable, etc. Now, without branching off. Uh, too far. I'm going to use myself because I, I'm really I always talk about trying to remain humble and, you know, giving the glory to God and not, you know, being too arrogant or not feeling ourselves too much or thinking that our skills are too um good. Um, Yesterday. So it's Sunday. I move my podcast from Fridays to uh Saturdays. Right. And mind you. I realize that I don't have like 10 million fans is going to shake it up, but it's just a accountability. I hold myself to, you know, whatever. But um, so yesterday was Saturday. It is Sunday. Why I'm shooting this uh, right now. And, you know, without going too deep, everyone knows, especially around me, my relationship with my mother, um, my father and with those people around me. So let me just give you all a quick run through of why I'm having to. And it's not even a bad thing, but it's just life happens. I'm recording on Sunday instead of uh, Saturday. So first and foremost, God works. Right. God works. So the things that I went through, like I getting my groove back. I had this whole podcast. I got the cover art, the show notes. I already got the description. I already got the post scheduled for my social media. I was on point with it, right? Then Saturday, the day I was going to record, this is what happens. I get up, um, you know, 
long story short, man, you know, I got a new Wi-Fi gateway box. If you're in my area in the South, you know, it's the, the gateway Xfinity box. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm doing more with streaming and just like with my music and the podcast. Then I whatever, whatever. I got the box, right? My father and I, you know, we stay together in a home. Um, he's retired, but he's smart as heck when it comes to computers, right? I'm looking at um all kind of certifications that he has and things like that. And that's where a lot of my computer knowledge comes from, right? He's retired. And I guess when you, well, I guess when you retire, like I guess anything that's related to your job, you just leak out your brain and you just forget. So we have a security system with a camera, right? And to, without getting too technical, there's two bands on most routers, which are uh, two different channels that you could jump on your Wi-Fi with. And he's telling me that, like, yeah, man, the ones that I got, you know, are only good for this band. And uh, we might have to get new. Are they obsolete? Now, mind you, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I know how old this guy is. Um, he showed me plenty of times that all of that stuff from when he was working, he let it go out his ear. He's tripping. But I had a lot going on, so I, like, acknowledge but verify, just like I just said, right? I was like, all right, cool. Long story short, he caught me waking up, letting Mamba out, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yo, log in and da 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 da. For all my nerds, you're gonna know I logged into my router via my phone and I enabled bridging. Now I was kind of tired, but I didn't have time to think. He was kind of pressing it. And what that means is that your gateway or whatever you're using for the internet no longer is visible because it thinks that you have another router um connected to it, which we didn't. So now we can't even get on the Wi-Fi at all in the whole home and we're depending on, right? So I'm not tripping. I'm just like, you know, grace, holes in our socks, holes in our socks. Um, Because he, I don't know if he panicked or what, but he grabbed up the box. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to run it down to Comcast real quick and see if they could plug it in and reset it, which again was like weird to me, but I was like, okay, have grace. Now, I could see in his body language, his actions and his tone that like he was really like, I'm always effing up in a big way. Like this ain't no simple call him and restart it. This joint locked out. The only way we could do it is to plug um, the gateway or the mo uh And I'm trying to call it the right thing because I'm a nerd, but just whatever. Most people call it the Internet box into a computer. We have laptops. It's 2022. Most of them don't even, they're thin, so they don't have a slot for the Ethernet cord. So I'm like, man, then I get to thinking, oh, I had this issue before because we both got laptops, thin joints. Uh, the whole house got laptops. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's an adapter, a USB to Ethernet adapter, right? Of course, I can't find it because my bin got Wi-Fi. I've been tossed that in the dust. So that causes me, I'm going to tell you how God works, to clean up my whole area, my office and everything, which, um, again, you'll probably see video snippets from as I'm shooting, as I'm speaking um, with the muzzle on my neck. That's another story why I have a dog muzzle on my neck. But um, in that process, I was able to rearrange it in a way that's more you know, um, advantageous when it comes to shooting video, but I found the cable, called him like, yo, I got it, came back. Now, mind you, I get my, my IT from him, but when it comes to like computers and stuff, my whole family, even I still looked at him like the OG, triple OG. So I'm like, why is this man driving off and doing all this? I had to take over the situation. And if you've listened to previous podcasts and those of you who are close to me or even follow me, like turbulent, me and my dad, right? And just log in. Doesn't stop there. I can't make this up, man, but it's great content. While I'm doing that, I get a call. It's my mother. Now, side note, um, I drive a, a European car. Long story short, it's in the shop and been in the shop for like a month. 
So I'm not mobile right now. And this all ties into like what I was saying earlier with like my spiritual growth and like what I understand in retrospect, what God is doing and how it slows me down and pause me, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, my mother, I'm blessed in a situation to where she literally lives like literally like maybe four to five miles away from me. So she's being a mom, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, and, and now mind you, I have that man gene where it's like, I don't want nothing from my mother. You know what I mean? My mom using my streaming services. She using my video. I'm putting money in her account. So even though she's free and able to be like, yo, let me pick you up and go to her favorite place, Walmart, my pride, right? But anyway, she calls me while I'm finishing up the uh, just the internet situation, ladies and gentlemen. My father, they're divorced, but they still, it's funny. And I put it on speaker and she was like, hey, what's going on? I'm just calling to check in on the internet. Are y'all done? And my dad said, he's like, no, tell her we'll call her back. We was done, but I, I I let him have it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm saying. I was like, okay, mom, I'll call you back. In my mind, I know my parents. I know my mother. I know how it is when we go to Walmart or just go out on these adventures. It's like playing Final Fantasy or any open world game. There's a bunch of side quests. And my mom would be one of those people who completed every side quest on the game, but never the mission. So anyway, at that point, I knew in my mind. That's probably going to, and I might have, well, I don't want to use manifest, but I just knew in my mind, it was like three o'clock. I was like, yeah, the fact that I just did that, just this little 30 minutes for me to finish what I'm doing with my dad, that probably is going to cost me like eight or nine o'clock if I ride out with my mom to go get groceries, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I said to my boom, get the internet online. Now we're back to square one, the cameras. So since I'm sitting there, have humbleness. You know what I'm saying? He's in the command seat just barking orders. I have to, I'm logged into the router connected to my um computer at this point. I go ahead and manually go on my phone within 30 seconds, go to my little security app, manually add the MAC addresses of the cameras, get it online. Boom, 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 boom. Cool. Most people in my, uh, I had mentioned this to my frat brother, I'm going to bring all this together. Like, I think that it's in human nature for a majority of people, if there's someone that you have kind of a, a argument or disagreement with or some kind of resentment with for whatever reason, if you see them down to kick them while they down and like. Y'all just remember this because I'm gonna bring it back. My frat brother had just said, bro, you're a good person. You know what I'm saying? You 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 try to do the right thing. And I just mentioned at the time, like, I just I can't do it. I have tried to pattern and mold myself to where just like, man, I don't care what we got going on. I'm not going to kick my enemy or anyone for that reason why they're down i refuse to do it man need the camera set up he's older need the security as much as my father gets on my nerves if he was gone i'd probably be crying and begging god please lord i just wish my father would get on my nerves right now right all right boom now we back to mom so it didn't take me too long with the uh camera process after the wi-fi was online so um you know, I call my mom back. I kind of poke fun at her about like, I'm tired. You know, I explained what happened with dad and told her it's going to take her a long time. And I'll be thinking, so I know my mom is the type to prove me wrong. So I specifically said, yo, don't rush out the house pulling up on me, trying to prove me wrong or leave your keys or something like that. She said, okay, okay, okay. That's a bad, da, 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 right? Yo, from that conversation, my mom was over there in world record time, like 15 minutes. So I'm decompressing from that situation out um, outside, just listening to the birds chilling. I get a text. Boom. I'm outside. So I convert. I go get in the car with her. She has happy with her. Um, who's, I guess, in the dog family would be my brother dog. But I've known him since she got him since he was a puppy. Right. 
First stop immediately, side quest, like I was talking about earlier, straight to a locally owned pet store that's not too far from where we are, which um the muzzle, well, and again, if you want to know what I'm speaking of, you just listening, go follow my YouTube, go like, subscribe uh, with my YouTube and whatnot, and um, you'll be able to get more information. But uh, long story short, I'll give you a little context with the, uh, that. We're in there, uh, the local owned stores, dope or whatever, whatever, and um, I asked for a lead leash, like a slip lead to control a dog's neck because, you know, I'm a nerd. I'll be researching stuff like introducing dogs, right? Because females, I think I mentioned it previously, he good with, but their first encounter was at her home. And mind you, he's been in, um, I call it doggy jail, but he's been in like dog adoption or the adoption agency longer than he was free. Uh, um, free. So a majority of his life. So I just think he... I, and a matter of fact, I don't think I know he's learning a lot of stuff that seems quote unquote normal to people with dogs, like greeting dogs, playing with toys. I remember the first time he saw a firefly. But long story short, the way that he was running towards uh, Happy, my mom's dog, man, I just I don't want to take no chances. Right. I don't promote with him being a pit bull and a American staffy mix and makes him like a tank. But I'm not promoting. We trying to change narratives, not just with, you know, me, but with him as well. But like I had to tackle him. Long story short. Fast forward, um, I had been looking at muzzles and uh, this particular one, now we back at the store, she said, we don't have a lead. I explained the situation with Happy and she brought out the same one I had been looking at, which allows him, the dog to still drink water and eat uh, treats. It's called a basket muzzle, man. For those of y'all watching video, y'all gonna have to go follow me to see what I'm talking about right here, right? And I maybe I'll make a like side video as well. Um, as I'm learning more about how easy it is, I'm overcomplicated it about like why I'm wearing it and um how he just copies what I do. But anyway, um, she treats him like a grandson. So she bought him this big old bone and bought him the muzzle. Boom. Got the muzzle. That alone, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, I believe by the time I finished with my father, it was like 3:30 or 4. That alone, ladies and gentlemen, took like 45 minutes. So now it's like 4:30 or 5. We hit Walmart. Boom. I'm gonna try to get through this. So being observant, it's my mom, just how I am, whatever, whatever. She got a Walmart problem, and I think a lot of people do. I think it's something about the air in Walmart that causes people to just, like, lose understanding of time, right? And be like, oh, I was only in there 15 minutes. Nah, you was in there for, like, two hours, right? <laughs> Boom, but I'm riding with her because she's helping me out. So I'm, 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 I'm driving, right? I'm driving the situation. I got the cart. I know what's going on. And uh, mind you, I understand that it's bigger than just her helping me. My mom loves me. I'm her child. She gets a kick out of my jokes. Uh, she loves, you know, the funny things I do. I love when she laughs and all of that. So I'm understanding the overall picture. Uh, me being perceptive, I say within 10 minutes, we get straight to produce because I'm plant-based and I noticed, and I don't know how many people did, but it was just for a second, the lights in the whole store flash, right? So anyway, we go, we keep going. That's the reason I said that. We get through the grocery part like reasonably fast with all of her side quest attempts. I was just denying them, denying them, right? Still probably like 40 minutes, but we had noticed the line was super duper long when we had first came in, right? So at this point, like I said, she had a Walmart problem. So at one point, just when she was bored and wasn't working, she worked at Walmart because she likes it that much. But anyway, she this one she, particular one, she had worked there. So she thinks, she you know, a little, you know, some, some. I let her drive this part. Yeah, let's just go over to electronics. Long line in electronics. And now I figure out that flash that I had seen at this point about an hour ago. 
shut down the registers as well. And they were still shut down. So it's a long line at every single register, self-checkout included. And we stand in electronics for like 20 minutes. And she goes like, okay, I know a backup. So um, I now know what she did was go to lawn and garden over in the garden in the plant section. It was just one person in front of us. Y'all, I kid you not. If it was me, I and, and, and my, I, I'd be aware of just like holes in our socks. My mom doesn't mind it, right? And I could tell even in her body language and how she was trying to appease me that she was like, Dad, this man called me out on taking a long time. And even though it's not my fault, it happened. So I love my mom. So I'm proactively saying things like, yo, I know it's not your fault. It's all good. It just happens. I would have dipped. But I know that would have made her feel some type of way overall. I rolled it out. Man, after about maybe, man, I'm not even exaggerating. If it wasn't an hour, it's at least 45 minutes to the point where the little soda machines at the cash registers, I'm putting the food in there because we just stand in there and keep shutting down. At that point, she finally, I think the person in front of us went somewhere else and she disappears. My phone is on like, mind you, this is yesterday, Saturday, podcast day. My phone's on 2%. It's like six o'clock at this point. And she walks off, doesn't tell me ahead of time because I try to be proactive. Like, yo, I'm going to go look for another line and call you so I wouldn't know what's up on my phone. But I already knew. Get a call from her. Book it to self-checkout. And she was right there in line. It was a guy on her heels, man. We get in the car. I give her a hug. I give her a kiss. Let her know it's not her fault. I enjoy the time with her. Um, She takes me home. Um, And then I follow up with her and be like, yo, I appreciate you. That wasn't your fault. I'm making sure you good. You got home. Do, 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 boom. At this time, it's like 6.30, 6.45. It's podcast night. I love my mom. I love my parents. Um, I was still at that moment, even though it was unfortunate or even though it was like, inconvenient for me podcast or business just anything because even with the wi-fi with my dad bro i couldn't do nothing like i i, I was still able to find thankfulness in the, in the fact that it's just like bro you got to have two positive situations with your parents today where you actually got to help them in emotional ways and nothing beats that and nothing beats that man right so and I'm trying to see if I'm going to give y'all because no, nah, I got to give y'all the whole thing, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm just praying. I trust God. You know, I pray for I do my podcast. This content is worth it that people will hang around. I'm at the chop up the video. That's not it. It's Sunday. Remember, it's the reason I wasn't able to still do it. I got home with plenty of time. You know what I mean? Get a call like almost as soon as I plug my phone in. When I get down, after I get home, put my groceries up, feed mom, et cetera, Etc. Etc. As soon as I get home, I put my phone on the phone call. It's my frat brother who bumped frat brother. Like my fraternity and the people, my my pledge and my line brother. Like we like bros. So I don't. I just say frat bro, but it's really like my brother, bro. Right. So I just want to give y'all context. When I get a phone call from him, it's not just some dude I went to a fraternity with or whatever, whatever. Nah, this is my bro. This is like somebody I. I pause i care about his well-being we could talk on a third level and a lot of things i still respect and whatever wisdom right bro um you busy now he know i don't got no car right and he know like we had gone out the previous week 
and we'll talk. I got stories for that. But anyway, I was like, nah, kind of like, okay, so this is what I did. I had to give him the throw off. Yeah, I'm about to, I was just editing my podcast because I wanted to be available, but not available to the point where he would be like, oh, okay, I feel comfortable asking him to go out and about when he has a podcast. You feel me? He was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I was trying to put my podcast together. I was like, dang. Mind you, this is somebody I look up to for knowledge, somebody I respect. You know what I'm saying? Somebody I got love for. And it's not even about looking out for me, man. You know what I'm saying? I mess with. Anytime anybody is is, is humbling for me personally, but just like when you, when anybody come to me and ask me for some information or to help them with something, I take it very serious and I'm humbled by it and I don't want to sell them short. So I went ahead and, uh, nah, bro, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Now, because I do the music and engineering, when he said set up my stuff, I figured he just wanted me to hook up his audio interface, make sure his mic and his levels were straight, et cetera, et cetera, and give him a few pointers in a recording program, like basic pointers so he can get started. Oh, nah. First flag, I go to his crib and his laptop is like, folded down, but it's in, a, it's, it's in a place in his room where it's like, bro, you're not using this joint every day. Clearly, there's no way because it was like in a com- uncomfortable, cluttered space, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, bro, it's no way that you're using this joint even like at all. So and now I get why. Second one. I'm a nerd. Second uh, flag on the plate. If it take too long to go from to just the first, first, second flag on the plate. Right. If it take too long for the screen to pop up where you put your password in. That's a problem. And then when you put your password in, it takes long for it to go from password to load up the apps and everything. That's a problem. And if you get to the part where you can load up your apps and everything, it's just spinning and nothing. Look. So I was like immediately knew this dude got a virus. His, his computer's sick. So I was like, Dag, this just so I tried to like throw a little slight job. I was like, Dag, bro, this joint's slow. At this point, he tells me, Oh, I know, it probably got a virus. So I'm knowledgeable with the engineering and the mixing and all that and computers. So he got a two for one because I was like, bro, um, there's something called latency when you're doing recording, right? <laughs> if your joint running like this, it, it, you're not going to be able to get it crisp, especially in this environment. So I go ahead. Grace, though, like, you know, what I'm saying like, say, say hypothetically that this is my brother, right? Was a street respected dude. And not that he's dealing the street, but it's just like he's respected on that end as well, right? Um, He's smart enough to realize, like, I'm not about to go ask a goon to do it. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like I'm still able to be like, this is humbling because he started to say, again, another one. Thank you, God, for just this. Another sign. So, like, as I'm... And I talk out loud. I talk to myself a lot in situations, right? Especially if, if I'm around people I'm comfortable with, right? So if it's businesses, I'm not going to do it. But, like, so I'm grumbling. Dang, this joint's slow as heck. Now, mind you... I'm not talking to him, but we're in his room. So he think I'm talking. He's like, I know, bro, my bad. Da, 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 da. All of that to say holes in our socks. I realized that like, number one, he was really sincerely like, you know, he ain't know. He wasn't knowledgeable enough to know that it would take that much time. And number two, he knows or he feels that I'm somebody who's knowledgeable about the situation. So I was like, my bad, bro. I'm, And this is again. If you can see, because I have the holes in our socks theory, I can hear that in his voice and his sincerity. And I'm like, nah, it's all good, bro. So even like after that, I caught myself saying, Dad, what's taking up so much this space? Right. I'm a nerd. I'm in a task manager at this point, getting them straight, uh, killing uh, startup applications, getting them straight, killing the antiviruses that are expired. And um, that's what I would normally do at my computer. Like, Dad, what's taking all this this space up and slowing it down? And because yeah, I heard him say my bad and holes in our socks. 
Some people have problems or they come to you or express things in ways that you can't just see from sight. I had to be like, oh, bro, I ain't talking to you. I'm just verbalizing. I talk out loud sometime, right? So I pay it forward. I get them straight on that end. Furthermore, I have a Norton subscription that I pay yearly for that allows me so many devices. I know he's about to do his podcast. I was like, bro, I got I got like a, two subscriptions left. You want one? You could just log in right now and nip it in the bud. That alone took about an hour. Gave him that. Restart his computer. It was moving better. And even his voice. I was like, you see how I was moving better? Now, mind you, I'm just talking. I'm like, I'm not doing it for props, but I'm just like, you see the difference? He's like, yeah, bro. Da, 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 da. That right there gave me a good feeling. Y'all, this is just the <laughs> getting this computer straight. So anyway, we get into Audacity, which is the program I let I, I, I ver- uh, recommended to him for ease of use, and it's free. By the way, shouts out to all y'all people who want to even think about doing this Audacity, whatever. I go through that, and I can see as I'm doing stuff quickly that, and even in that moment, I was like, Yo, I'm doing the same stuff that go back and listen to season one or season two when I tell y'all about being a producer and like messing with FL Studio and shortcuts. I'm doing the things that I used to like. And it was years ago. So it's taken this long that I used to look over people's shoulder when I was in those studio environment and situation. Be like, heck, they quick with it. How they doing it? It's crazy. Even as I'm telling this, I'm I'm seeing the round, thank God. You know what I mean? But it's just like, I'm like, I'm that person where he's like, yo, bro, so how you doing this? And now, mind you, he in the music. He my man. We be around all the, and we don't care about it, but we be around the famous people and all of that, right? So he's been in the studio thing. I got tracks with him, but he's just like looking at it still. And I'm like, I'm trying to explain. It's just like recording music. You got to do this for noise reduction, da 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 right? And even that, I see him straightening up, and I'm, but I'm still trying to motivate, like, yo, bro, do your thing. We can link, et cetera, et cetera. And we get to um, a part where I'm starting to see, as he's seeing this stuff happen quickly, his face is kind of like, and I'm not just saying it to say, like, schooling him, but his face is starting to get kind of, like, excited, right? So it's at that point where he's sitting down, he said, bro, I'm just amazed, and I'm really, and I don't do it for this. Like, it's not an ego thing. I don't need my ego stroke i don't want to stroke him at all to be honest with you i want that dude to stay tame in the corner my ego right i don't do it for that but it was just like this he was like bro when i see you people when i see folks able to do even with the computers or the music because he's been around plenty of engineers better than me but since it was the computer all of it together he's like i'm just amazed that you can do it bro like i admire that you know what i'm saying etc cetera, etc cetera. and i was like man and even at that point as it's 10 30 and i'm still like because I pre-did everything confident I can get this podcast knocked out. I think I'm just going to video, video it. I had a moment of arrogance, right? Which is why I'm here on Sunday. Because he uh, provided me. And I didn't do it for it, but it just worked out. God works out because he ended up providing me with a ring light for video. Which motivated me with the Ethernet cord from cleaning earlier and finding all my equipment to the people who see the video. They're going to see me hold it up. You know what I'm saying? Which put it all together to get the strength to do the video. But I had a moment of arrogance because even at that time, like he's done with it. We chop it up. I get back to the crib and I sit down to start. And this is when I was, this one, I was like, man, I used to be this guy, not to him and not to make fun of anybody, but it was just like crazy to me where he's hitting me up. Like, bro, uh, yeah, I'm recording in this line. And I remember these exact same situations. Yeah. And the area where I record the track, this little line is stopped and it's blue and it won't go no further. I know immediately he's loop. He got it in a loop mode. So I'm trying to get my podcast done. 
I ain't gonna lie, I just got the new the light from, but and that's what hit me. Like, man, I'm looking at the light that this man behind whatever, whatever provided. And I was like, man, just hit me up on Duo so I can video call it. I see the loop. And um, it was good because I was recording my podcast in the same program. So I was able to be like, yeah, just click outside of there. And even with that, I was like, man, this is what happened when I was interning for Jagged Edge looking over their shoulder like, yo, what's this do? And they'll be like, you don't know what this do? And I remember how not all because some of them provided grace and holes in this. You know what I'm saying? But I remember how like when the pressure situations was on, when I was in the studio with the Yo Gotti's. With the futures, you, 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 and, and I was blessed enough to be in that situation. You don't even want to be like, yo, how you press part? They'll leave the session because of that. They just ain't got time. So I had grace because I remember how I felt in them situations around people who didn't have grace and picked on me. Like, man, you got to get out of here. You a rookie. You a fake. Da, 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 da. I ain't hit him with that. Yeah, bro, you just got to do that. I continue to answer this question. I'm going to hit him up after this. Continue to motivate them. Holes in our socks. Now, you could probably you're probably gonna have to go back to listen to this and with the video i'm sure i'll chop it up that was a lot on the saying i can't make that up that was why we're here on Sun oh so let me finish while we're here on sunday right all of that to say by the time he do all that and hit me up now mind you i'm very focused on my phone and my notifications and my reminders i literally seen the day before it pop up daylight savings time reminder i just clicked ding, just clicked off that joint yeah it did it Go back, check our other uh, um, episodes from earlier this season. When you make moves or decisions, 35,000 decisions lazily, if you don't make the right ones, they're going to come back and hit you, even if it's my new. Me doing that, instead of pressing snooze for my reminder, I hit complete. If I press snooze, it would have reminded me again and again and again. Of course, I look up and I'm like, one o'clock, two o'clock. <laughs> Yo, I was like, oh yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. But you know, I'm a fighter. I don't give up. I was determined to do it today. But in retrospect, I wouldn't have been able to bring it all together about how showing that empathy and realizing no matter what the appearance looks like with people and their situation or how we view them, your parents, no matter what you say, you view them as somebody successful and of status and of importance. Even me, I used in this story, I be holding my parents to two, and we all do hold our parents to too high a standard. They still human. You know what I'm saying? Our pastors, right? Our policemen, our congressmen, our judges, they're still human. We hold them. It's not even about their position. Why are we holding people to standards that we ourselves don't hold our um, own selves to? And I'm going to wrap it up with three benefits of going into interaction, situations, relationships, conversations, thinking about them holy socks this person you're dealing with might have. And that doesn't mean physically, but like what emotions are going on, how they're feeling into interaction. I'm going to give you three, and we're going to be up out of here, all right? All right, now mind you, some of these are going to have benefits in them as well, but they're just three things you want to do to start going about things with this. Holes in our socks or holes in other people's socks is really what it is, theory. Um, and yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, number one, and this is more so of a benefit of going into dealing with people, looking at them is like, they may have problems or things that, uh, you just can't see visibly, which is what this is about. Right. And that's, um, when you look at people like that, it avoids disappointment in people. And when we're talking about like 
not being able to see people we view with status or successful as having any issues, parents included. And I'm talking to myself. So if you want to kind of avoid disappointment in people or people that you look up to or people that you value highly, um, you want to go into it looking at things from this uh, holes in their socks uh, ideology or uh, idea. All right. Number two. Unless you deal with people from a point of grace or what I will call giving them a pass or cutting them a break and. What that does, and this goes back, which I've had time now to go look and, um, you know, get more information on. Uh, but the quote is actually trust, but verify. Right. But when you deal with people from a trusting and a, um, cutting them some slack and giving them a past standpoint, it's an energy and it's an interaction and conversation and things that are said and are done that you just can't fake that allows them uh, to number one. And really, this is the key. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But the main thing is they will give you the most genuine uh, version of themselves. Right. Uh, if you hold people to this status or, you know, these unreasonable rules or, you know, in this way, you're looking at them like they could, shouldn't make any mistakes. They're going to try to portray that. That's human nature to portray what people, you know, think that we um you know, we are, especially when it comes to that situation. But when you deal with them from cutting them to break, it will get the most genuine or the most sincere version of the person when it comes to business or advice and things of that nature. People will be, you know, more raw and not afraid to hold back. Because when you again, when you look at them and hold them to this high standard, you may not get, you know, all of the information or as much information as needed because they're worried that you may judge them or look at them some type of way. It's almost like walking on eggshells, man. If you want to have the most genuine, um, you know, interactions with people, you definitely want to look at them and give them benefits of the doubts of having holes in their socks. All right. We're all human. Number three, last but not least, and most important of this whole thing. When you hold people to these standards and you get disappointed by them or you don't cut them any slack or you think a position or a status or a title or a pay grade or, you know, a perception means that they have to fit this certain kind of frame that you set forth from them. You're giving a lot of energy into outlines of principles and frames and ideas that you think are valuable or required of people with higher status. All we have to do and one of the benefits of doing this is we can use that energy to holding ourselves to that benefit or to that status or that elite level that these people we, you know, ride and don't cut them any slack or think they can handle it that, uh, you know, that, that, that we do. If we think highly of them or don't cut them a break, if we just abided by those things ourselves, um, it would be a major change. We would see improvement. We would, and, and then it just grows from there to pass on. Interactions would be smoother. You would be able to reach some of the goals you're trying to reach and obtain some of the things you're trying to obtain. So if you look at people and give them the benefit of the doubt or realize they have holes in their socks, um, it will allow you to focus that energy on you and you can lead by example. All right. Now, before I get up out of here, man, I will be remiss if I didn't give credit to where this came from, man. I was uh, out on deck one Sunday and go look him up. Tony Gaskins actually gave me this idea. And I think I touched on it a little and we'll approach this more on another episode of this idea. How like when it's a spiritual uh, involvement, like God will get, grant you certain patience and things because you're going to have everybody holding you to these higher standards. But the idea of of it is, is just like, um. We have to realize no matter what we think of a person, we have to realize that they're human. We're all human. 
And that to lay so much on them is, I think outside of yourself, it might be a lot of people laying a lot of that type of pressure on just this one person, all right? Yo, I'm gonna wrap it up there. Holes in our socks, episode 410. Real quick before we get up out of here. Run up on somebody who you think is discouraged. It's a call to action for y'all. Because I always say it myself. If you think somebody is discouraged or you can hear something in their tone when they're dealing with you or you feel like there's a, a situation where you're, um, you can do some help. Go reach out to that person. Realize they have holes in their socks and go ahead and, you know, do what you can if you're in that situation. I mentioned earlier in the podcast about my frat brother talking about I'm just kind for people and a good person. I'm going to end with this, man. We were on the way home from his house setting up his equipment and we stopped by the package store. I'm grown. I love wine. I'm not going to say we love wine, but I will indulge in wine from time to time. When we pulled up, I looked to the right of me and it was a guy with his music very, very loud. And he was asleep with AirPods in his door crack in front of the package store, right? Me and my my, my bro, of course, we, we kind of giggling, but it was still like concerned, right? We're not juveniles. This is like, yo, this dude had a, had a good night. And then it's kind of like, yo, what's going on? It was freezing. I go into the store and I'm like, hey, man, um, are you aware that there's somebody out there? Well, actually, before I went to the store, I didn't open his door or nothing, but I was like, yo, Yo, hello? Like, I'm right there. Your door's open. And he was, like, non-responsive. He didn't even move or blink. So at that point, you know, holes in our socks, just being an empathetic person, I was like, it's not even a joke. Like, that's, it's cold as heck. And his car was running and gas price is high as heck right now, right? I went in the store to make my purchase. I was like, yo, you aware there's a dude out there in his car? He was like, yeah, man, I tried to go. I was like, man, yeah, man. But, like, two things, man. Number one. It's cold as heck outside. If he got his door open with no cold on and he can't feel it, you might need to check on him. Number two, gas $5 a gallon. He got that joint running, man. I came and got back and hopped in the car. And I saw the uh, owner put on his coat and come out and try to check on the guy. And that's when my friend brother was like, yeah, bro, you don't look to kick people when they down. Like, you didn't even have to do that. Like, but holes in our socks. Yo, I know this episode was a little lengthy, but it's for a good reason. I have video involved. I've done some different things that I'm not even going to talk about here. But mo basically, there's three different camera shots of this video. That's why I was in a, li a little extended. I'll um, be looking forward to come up on podcast uh, it's Sunday, but I still got it out there. Yo, I got holes in my socks, y'all. But I somebody might have needed to hear this message, man. So until we get up next week, I love y'all. Stay up. Stay positive. Yeah, yeah.